Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there. It's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. From Orange County. I had no idea that was your husband. To New Jersey. I never expected this. Seven up, seven up. Get behind the scenes and relive the drama. Don't talk to him. He's a little twerk. All of this is unimportant to me. With exclusive interviews and celebrity guests. Let me tell you something right now. This is Getting Real with the Housewives. Hey guys, welcome to Getting Real with the Housewives, a Housewives podcast from right here at Us Weekly, where we break down all your latest Housewives news, give you exclusive interviews with your favorite ladies, and dish the dirt on all things Real Housewives related. I'm your host, Christina Garibaldi. This week, we sit down with Real Housewives of Salt Lake City star Meredith Marks, who tells us all about Jen Shaw's arrest, if she had anything to do with tipping off the feds, and where she stands with her husband, Seth. Take a listen. It's so good seeing you. You look absolutely beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. You look beautiful, too. Thank you. I am so excited for this season. I just watched the first episode, and wow, we really kick off with a bang. But, I mean, what are you most excited for fans to see this season? Um, I'm really excited for everyone to see a different side of me and see that, you know, that I am multidimensional, that I don't just disengage, um, that I am not afraid of confrontation. It's, you know, disengaging to me is more about when things are past a point of, um, where there can be anything positive coming from them. So I'm really excited for people to understand that there's a lot more to me than just walking away. Um, I'm excited for everyone to see, you know, the development of my, um, my relationship with Seth and, and the path that we're on now. Um, and, you know, which of course has some bumps in the roads. It's, it's never easy it's a marriage um but it's in a good space and and i think it's fun to share because you saw the absolute worst of the worst from us so i'm happy to have that moving forward um so yeah so i mean you brought up seth so how are things with the two of you right now we see that you know you've moved you kind of have a fresh start and it seems like things are going really well yeah things have been um really great um we're in the most positive space i think we've ever been in in our lives together um but you know like i said it is a marriage it's not perfect um it is far from perfect i i don't think any marriage is close to perfect but 
I'm sure there are people who beg to differ. Um, and like every relationship, you know, you've got conflict and resolution. Well, hopefully you have resolution, but we do. And uh, so, you know, you'll see us kind of working through things. And it's it's been a interesting dynamic for us because we have so many things in flux and, you know, having our children move out of the house and then COVID hits and they're all of a sudden back. And, you know, we thought we were kind of starting a life as empty nesters but that didn't really happen and um it's so it's interesting it's just it's really kind of I think it's cool to, to watch because I'm curious to see how it all plays out myself <laughs> totally do you think doing the show saved your marriage in a way or was it difficult to watch those moments back last season um, so I do not rewatch anything from first season anymore. That was, that's the past. That's for me staying in the past. Um, I do think it was very helpful for us. Um, the process itself. I don't know how much going back and watching the times was so positive for our relationship, but it was a fine. And we were, you know, thankfully in a strong enough space where we were okay going back and reliving and revisiting some things. Um, but it, it, the one thing that housewives does do is it, it really forces you to, um, be introspective, to learn how to communicate better, to understand how people function differently and how that, what that means for you and how that impacts your relationship with them. And, you know, if you can have a relationship with them, not every relationship is meant to work, you know? Well, I'm glad you guys are in a good place. Would you say that the move definitely gave you guys a fresh start as well? Yeah, I mean, you know, that's always a nice thing. The thing is, Seth and I have um, really been on the move our whole lives, you know. It's, we have not been in the same house for an extended period of, of time other than when our children were very, very young. Um, he is in a business where he is continually kind of relocating to different places, many times commuting. I have business that has me traveling all over the place. We've relocated our family many times. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it probably is less of an impact on us than it would on most people, but yeah, it was, it was nice. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure the kids are happy. Kids are happy. The kids are doing great. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Chloe's at school in Boulder and Brooks is back at NYU finishing everything up there. And my oldest son, Reed, is also in New York working and they're all doing well. Definitely. Well, that's good. I mean, you, you mentioned Brooks and obviously he comes up a lot this season with you and Jen. Um, how frustrating was it you, you know, knowing that you and Lisa are obviously such good friends, how frustrating was it that Lisa kind of wasn't listening to you when, you know, you said Jen was liking all these posts about Brooks and things like that? You know, it's frustrating to me because I feel like, I, I felt like I was saying, this is what's happening. And she's saying, well, I didn't see that. And I'm saying, well, I'll show you. And she's kind of saying, well, I don't really want to see. Yeah. And that was for me kind of like, it, it kind of hurt my feelings almost, you know, because I'm saying, well, this is really hurtful. This is what's going on. And you're telling me, I don't want to know. Some ways I do think that Lisa 
it was almost like a, a sense of self-protection. You know, if I don't know about it, I don't have to, I want to make this friendship work between Jen and Meredith. So if I don't know about these things, then I can still go down that path of pushing for this friendship to work. Whereas if I acknowledge that these things happen, it's, it's much more difficult to reconcile. And I think Lisa really wanted a reconciliation. And so it's not like I think she was intentionally trying to hurt me in any way. I don't think that that was her intent by any stretch. I just think it was her coping mechanism. Why do you think Jen had such anger or maybe had a target for your son? Why do you think that is? I cannot fathom what that would be. I don't know. I would I would never target somebody else's child. I really don't understand. The only thing I can think of is that Jen was embarrassed by her own behavior and was angry that, you know, Brooke spoke about it. But I mean, she was told to cover her vagina at least 10 times by her own assistants in my house that night. So why did she keep doing it? I, I don't get it. Like, you know, if you don't, I, you, one would have been led to believe that it was not behavior she would be embarrassed by because she continued to do it after being told. Mm -hmm. I don't know what he did that was wrong. He wasn't trying to be hurtful. Right. Was Brooks really upset about all the stuff that she was doing or did he kind of, you know, brush it <laughs> off a little bit? He was really a very small part of what went on that night. Right. And yeah, he was upset. She, she was very, um, almost disrespectful to my children in, in our home and was saying things that made them uncomfortable and was kind of trying to push the limits, I think, to see where they, maybe not intentionally. I don't know what she was trying to do. Yeah. I can't speak for Jen. Jen can only speak for Jen. But this is how it came across to my children and to me, and they felt uncomfortable. Yeah. Not by her actions, but mostly by, I mean, yes, her actions were not the most comfortable moment, but uh, more so by her words and the things that she said and, you know, things that were grilling my daughter about her boyfriend who she was taking a break from when Jen knew she was taking a break and repeatedly calling him by the wrong name after being corrected over and over. It felt very disrespectful. Mm -hmm. Did Brooks feel disrespected again, you know, when she was liking all the tweets and the Instagrams and things like that? Did that really take a toll on him or did he kind of just, you know, brush it off, but also bring it to your attention? I think he tried to brush it off and just bring it to my attention. Yeah. Do you think it took a toll on him and that he tried to, you know, play a strong Strong role and, and these, of course it took a toll on him. I know how, you know, seeing stuff and I, I mean, I'm nearly 50 years old and I know how when I see negative stuff on social media, you know, 90% of the time at this point, I'm able to be like, who cares? But, you know, initially I was upset by stuff like that. You know, mm -hmm. I would be like, wait, what? You know, why are you saying that about me? You know, or whatever. I mean, we're human. No one wants to see that. And I mean, you know, with this process, you grow and you learn. And, and now I really don't care. Say what you want. Social, if that's what you want to do, go for it. You know, usually what you say is more of a reflection on you than the person you're saying it about. So, mm -hmm. Feel free. Totally. <laughs> Did your friendship with Lisa change at all this season because of this? You know, I think we, we went through a lot of highs and lows. Um, and I think that that's how you get deeper friendships. You have to, you know, learn more about each other, learn how to navigate relationships and how to handle conflict and how to find resolution. And, um, and so, you know, that creates, creates, 
deeper friendships. So obviously a huge storyline this season. It's all the legal drama going on with Jen. Um, they just released the first you know, few minutes of the show as well. Um, and we see the moment that she is going to be arrested. The, the feds come and everything like that. I mean, what was, I know you weren't there at that moment, but what was kind of going through your mind when you heard about this? Um, I mean, you know, any time you hear about an arrest, you're, you're like, just sort of like, wait, what? Even if you, and, I, and I'm not saying I know she's doing something or not doing something, but even if you knew for fact that somebody had done whatever, it doesn't matter, had murdered somebody, you're still going to be surprised the day they get arrested that it happened at that moment, at that time. It's a, it's a big deal, you know? So, of course, it's surprising. Yeah. I mean, was it almost like scary in a sense too? Like, oh my God, cameras are rolling and this is all happening. Yeah. I mean, the first thing I was thinking is like, um, oh, well, they must have been, they probably have been listening in on all my phone calls and everything else too. I'm like, well, whatever. doesn't matter. I hope I entertain the FBI. <laughs> it's probably very, my life from their perspective is probably very boring. <laughs> I'm sure it's not. Well, I mean, you know, based on trailers, obviously it's hard to tell like what's going to happen because of the magic of editing like that. But it, it almost seems like Jen, maybe accuses you at some point of tipping off the FBI? Is that kind of a storyline that comes up later on this season? It does seem to be that way, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> was, was that hard for you to deal with as well? Um, of course. I mean, you know, who, who wants to have, who wants to be put in question on something like that? Like, mm -hmm. come on. Right. And obviously, we don't know. Obviously, she's going through her whole legal battle and things like that. But did you ever have any idea that maybe something shady was going on behind closed doors with Jen? So every single one of the ladies, including me, with the exception of, I believe, Jenny, mm -hmm. I don't because this was all last season, was DM'd information about Jen and her history with Trump University and Prosper. So um, knowing that and seeing how I, I could never understand what she did after all the questions that were asked, not just by me, but by the general public and, you know, not understanding what any of these marketing companies were marketing or whatever. Yeah, I, I, I had a lot of my eyebrows were raised. I didn't understand what was going on. Mm -hmm. Did you ever talk to her? Speculated that it was something illegal? No. I mean, did I think it was possible? Sure. I mean, anything's possible. But I just, things didn't add up for me, and that was problematic. Yeah. I mean, what were, the? how did this kind of change the dynamic in the group? Did a lot of people, because it almost seems like Lisa maybe cut her off after the arrest or didn't take her phone calls and things like that. Were, were the ladies there for her, or did you kind of all take a step back I can't really speak for anybody else. I do think that at least one person was fully there. Mm -hmm. um, I think there was a lot of playing both sides. Um, I will have to see how it all unfolds along with you because yeah. if 
felt like a lot of people were very much trying to play both sides, trying to sort of like, they didn't really want to align with Jen, but they're also, I don't know, intimidated by her, perhaps. I, I don't really know. Right. I, can't, I can't speak for anyone but myself and what I saw, which made me feel like there was a lot of playing both sides. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting. Right. You know, it's interesting because, you know, we're seeing some legal drama going on in Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, too. And a lot of the women, you know, are concerned about how not their involvement because they're not involved, but like how their reputation looks, you know, being associated with somebody like that. Do you ever worry about how your reputation would look being associated with Jen after this? I mean, of course, that's something that crosses your mind. Is it my primary concern? No. Like, I mean... Look, I, I don't innocent till proven guilty at the end of the day. And so I, I can't my friendship with Jen is a different standard. I don't I'm not held to legal standards. But in terms of a crime, it is innocent till proven guilty. And you know, the court of friendship's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Were you surprised that she can continued with the show after all of this? Yes. Yeah. Very surprised. Yeah. Would you have? <laughs> no. And I can't fathom any attorney advising that she should have, which is why I was so surprised. Yeah. I can understand why she might want to, because she might want to, you know, get her story out there or I don't know, her opinions out there or profess her innocence or whatever it may be. She may want to have a voice. So I can understand why she may want to. I just can't get my head around any lawyer under the sun ever advising a, a client in the same circumstances. Yeah, definitely. And I'm sure probably with the like, in, uh, Instagram posts and things like that, because we've seen her kind of comment a little bit on social media about it too. Have you spoken to her since then, since all of this, since filming wrapped? No. No. Yeah. Things are not in a good place. Um, how is the new housewife, Jenny? She seems like a lot of fun. Jenny is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Jenny is a lot of fun. She, Jen describes her well. She's a firecracker, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, I think Jenny, given the circumstances, did a, a pretty good job um, navigating. I mean, it's not always perfect, but she was thrown into a lot without really knowing anyone other than Lisa. And I'm not really sure how close Jenny and Lisa are. I'm not saying they're not. I'm just, I'm saying I'm unsure of it. Um, I know they're like friends as moms, you know, cause kids are very close. I don't know how close they are in, in their own friendship. And I'm just raising the question. I'm not, you know, of course. Yeah on that so like she kind of I feel like she came in didn't really know everybody all that well got thrown in right from the beginning with a lot of drama um and I I don't know that I could have you know done what she did I'm not sure I could have pulled it off I'll be honest <laughs> a lot going on and then based on the trailer it seems like Mary's church life is kind of under questioned this season and under a microscope a little bit can you talk a little bit more about that sure I mean as you all saw I went to Mary's church um the previous winter mm-hmm. and um I saw nothing there that would lead me to believe that it is anything other than a church um you know the the 
people there really seem to love Mary. They seem to be really happy to be there. The energy seems very positive. Um, I had a lot of fun there, which I don't know if I could say that about that many churches, you know? Um, so it was, it was a really high energy, impactful experience. And I, I can't, say anything other than that. Like I have no reason to believe that it's anything other than that. I didn't get the impression that anyone was there, you know, against their will or anything like that. Like, no, I, I from what I saw, it seems like a really high energy church that was fun. Yeah. Does that really take a toll on Mary this season? Um, you know, Mary is really good at, at, at being very present. Mm-hmm. So I think that at the moments that it's brought up, it really takes a toll on her. But she's like, she's very unusual in the way that literally she walks away and she's done. If she said what she has to say, she's done. And sometimes she says what she's thinking that is a little unfiltered for that same reason, because she is so present. And so it comes out, she says it, she's moved on and she's ready to like start fresh. And unfortunately the recipients sometimes are not as ready to move forward as quickly. So um, she, you know, seems to be good with it. Like, I don't know if I'd say good with it, but okay with it, navigating it. Well, that's it for this week's episode of Getting Real with the Housewives. But if you want some more Housewives news, head on over to usmagazine.com where we've got you covered. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.